So Allison, do you want to tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about you? Yes, I would love to. Um, so hello, Allison Hiller. Um, I am a copy strategist and audience growth specialist in my workspace, I guess, my business. Um, I have a daughter. She's almost two. She's amazing. Um, and I live in Michigan. And it literally was 60 degrees and sunny. Like I was wearing uh, a tank top and shorts and the next day it hailed and snowed. And so that is what we live with here in Michigan. But um, yeah, I don't know how, how deep you want me to go here, but yeah, that's just a little bit about, about me and my, my life so far. Fantastic. That's so far. Like, um, we're going to dive way, way deeper in. So that is a perfect introduction. Um, so when I ask people to come on and speak, what I do is I kind of ask them what is, um, what's been like a pivotal part of your journey? Um, and what would you like to share about? Like if you had people listening and watching, what's something that you would really want to share about what's on your heart. And so what came up for Allison was talking about um, kind of the false beliefs that we can adopt about ourselves. And even where that led me a little bit was like the limits that we place on ourselves, right. That come up from these beliefs. Um, so Allison, share with us a little bit more about some of the false beliefs or like even what that looked like in the beginning when you were like learning that those even existed for you. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, going back, so I'll go back a little bit and then fast forward. But um, I started a business. This was my business actually like it's so much more than a business. It's changed who I am, like not the business, but the things that I've had to learn. So I start, I'll start there. But I started my business in September 2018 and, um, and it took me a really long time to get where I'm at now, like as far as the mental space that I'm at. Um, and I didn't get clients for a really long time. I, I was just struggling like to actually own the business that I wanted to own. And that comes with any person who own, who starts a business for the first time. Um, but uh, even a little bit of a, um, going back a little bit further than that, I, I just have struggled with depression in my life. And so I'd never took that into account, like when I started my business, but I didn't realize how much that was affecting my life until I was an entrepreneur. And, um, and so last summer I went through a little bit of just a really low period and, um, I was just very, I was very depressed. I was just not in a good place at all. And it was the first time in my life that I was like, Oh, you know what? I probably get some help. I should probably get some help and just like admit that and, um, and just go for it. And so I did. And the crazy thing is with going to therapy and just being blatant, transparent about that. Um, there were so many things in my mind that I did not realize I was carrying with me about myself. And that was affecting like my relationships. It was affecting my business and my ability to grow as a business because I had these beliefs about myself that I was not capable of completing or not completing, but accomplishing something great. I wasn't capable of, of, um, you know, I would see there's in any circle, you see people who are ahead of you, whether you, it's in your business or personal life, or if you are, um, whatever it is you're doing, there's always somebody ahead of you and you can see that. And, um, for me, I would say that I'm like, I am not good enough to get there. Like I will never be able to get there. And I learned that through going through therapy and, um, realizing that those were rooted in me and blocking me from just actually being the person that I'm created to be and, um, walking in the personality traits that 
God gave me, you know, being confident and being um, just, um, I don't know, just actually able to do something with my life that was good. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that was just a huge turning point for me was just admitting that I needed help and then going to therapy and doing the work to, to kind of see, okay, what, what point in my life, like, why, why do I think this about myself? And I could look back like years of my life and know, and like see moments where I believed that for a very long time, that I was not good enough, that I'm not capable, where I'd see people around me who, who are so much better than me and I will never measure up. And I could look back on my life and see like the moments in childhood and, and teenage, being a teenager and see where I was believing that. And it just kind of built up in me and I carried it yeah. into my adulthood um, and ultimately so affected my, my business. No, yeah, that's it. Now I'm rambling, <laughs> but. Um, I so appreciate your transparency and, oh my gosh, my dog, sorry. I may have to separate them. Um, I so appreciate your vulnerability and your transparency with sharing all that. And I, I would love to know too, because I feel like when we talk about like limiting beliefs, these false beliefs that we adopt um, throughout our lives, right? So like from childhood, from like all of our experiences, all of these things, it's like a culmination of different experiences that we've had. Um, I'm so fascinated with like how those really show up in our lives. And I think you hit on the point that like so often we don't even realize that they're there or that they're happening. Um, mm -hmm. So if you could identify like maybe what are some ways or ways that you were showing up or ways that you were not showing up that you feel like were impacted. And this could be like in your business, this could be in your personal life at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it really goes in both, obviously it affects everything, but, um, so I just, I guess one, one huge thing is being organized and naturally I am a type B person, um, but that's not a bad thing. Right. But it was a bad thing before I learned, um, those false beliefs and, and turned them into truths. But, um, just being unorganized, not having good time management, not having motivation. Like I, I couldn't even like keep my house together. And I'm like, this is just like a normal basic human being thing to be able to just keep your house together throughout the week. And, um, and that translated obviously into my business. Like I couldn't wake up and times when I needed to wake up early. And I talk about this all the time, my coffee pot, phenomenon. <laughs> um, but just not showing up fully and not being able to accomplish and be the person that I wanted to want to be and am growing into now, which is I'm organized it, it, to an extent. And, um, and able to, to, I don't know how to, how to word it, but does that make sense? Like yeah, 100%. just, there's just chaos because it was, there was chaos in my mind and, um, and finding out where that was rooted in and being able to allow God into those moments where I learned or adopted that, that limiting belief and like have him come in and, and say, that is not who you are. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. This is who you are. Yes. And I love what you said. And, like there was chaos in your life and in your experience because you feel like there was internal chaos going on. And I think mm -hmm. that is such a powerful, powerful thing to think about. Um, and I would love to know for the people watching, like just drop a gift, drop an emoji, let us know that you're picking up what we're putting down. Um, or if you resonate with this, like, has this been you? Have you noticed that maybe there's um, an area of your life where you aren't showing up the way that you really want to, and you think that it could possibly be related to this? Um, and I would like to also say, and this is just because of my, like, I have a mental health background. I'm a master of social work. So like, 
I just feel the need to throw this in here too, um, that I like not everyone needs to go to therapy, but I love, love that Allison is sharing this because therapy can be so powerful when that's what you're needing, when that's the type of support you're needing. Right. Yeah. So like some people, I, can, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, just, I wouldn't even, I just wanted to put one little thing in there. It's the only reason why I even had the courage to go is because I talked to a friend about what I was going through and she's like, listen, like you have to do something about this. And she kind of gave me that push. So opening up about whatever's going on is so important because you'll carry that with you until maybe it's too late. I don't know. Like, it's just so important to find someone that you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. So let's talk a little bit more about, um, okay. Yeah. So we have people on here. Okay. Perfect. So, so I would love to know more about the process of like, sometimes we don't even realize that these limiting beliefs are there, right? Like we don't even know that they're present, that they're guiding us. Um, but when we think yeah. about like how you are showing up in the world, however you are showing up is a direct reflection of the beliefs that you have about yourself. Yes. It's a direct reflection of like your beliefs that you're having, which then create the thoughts that you're having, which then create the feelings that you're having, which then creates your actions. Exactly. So like all of those are perfectly related. And that's like a cognitive behavioral concept that mm -hmm. that's not my own idea, right? That's like, you know, plenty of research. Um, yes but it's so powerful. So like thinking about how you are or are not showing up in your life is a direct reflection of that. And I think so many people, um, aren't aware of what's going on internally and they're just looking at the actions. They're just looking at what they're doing or not doing and maybe mm -hmm. trying to change those things. Um, so if you had to share, with someone who's like, well, I'm not really aware, um, or I'm not really sure of what these limiting beliefs are, or if I have them, like, what would you say to that? Um, let's see here. I don't know, because I feel like limiting beliefs that, that you've had for a long time, they can go very deep. And one thing that, um, even just in therapy that I have a, my therapist is Christian and she, like when I first started doing this, um, she asked me to literally go into prayer and it takes a lot, a lot of self-reflection and a lot of self-awareness. And so, um, it's kind of twofold, but I would say, um, maybe even first, like if you can feel yourself, so you, it, like you said, it's the action. So I'm trying to think, um, that's okay. you do I totally something. I'm putting her on the spot with yeah. us right now. <laughs> it's okay. You're totally right. You, you have an action that you do and you're like, why am I doing it this way? And it bothers mm -hmm. you. Why? Because I don't want to be this way. I want to be successful and I want to be organized and I want to have this together or whatever it is. Why do I keep doing this? And if you catch yourself in the moment, you can understand how you feel in that moment and why you're making that decision. And you have to dig deeper with that, that feeling yeah. and kind of like go back to like the action, the feeling, the emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that will kind of bring you down to that self, that, that false belief where why just asking yourself why a bunch of times and then I'm totally. um, going to prayer. And where was that moment that, that like, it's just so deep. I don't know if you could answer it in like a zoom no, session, okay. <laughs> but yeah, asking yourself why. And then if you can identify like a time in your life where, um, like for me, not feeling good enough, like not feeling good enough. Why do I feel that way? And, um, being able to, to think back 
on my life. And even my earliest memory of not feeling good enough, going back to that and ask and like literally just remembering it and asking God to come in and maybe reveal why I felt that way in that moment. And then literally praying through it and allowing him to speak truth into that exact moment of Allison, you are my daughter. You are good enough. You are capable. You are worthy. And then praying into that until I believe it and, um, and just kind of destroying that moment that, yeah. So it's kind of deep. It's like, it's deep, but it's super powerful. Yeah. And I, I love what you said about it's, there's so much self-reflection in this process. So like really identifying, and I love what you said about being in the moment as well. Cause it's like when you in the moment are noticing that you are or are not doing something like just allow yourself to just kind of be in that for a second and ask yourself like, okay, what's going on here? You know, like what, what's going on underneath that? Um, and I think that's where a lot of people don't go. I feel like a lot of people don't do that. They, you know, maybe just try to figure it out or try to shift things, um, which is amazing, but like really getting into, you know, what is that belief? Like, why am I not showing up that way? Um, and another really powerful thing that I really like to use is to think about how you want to show up and then like, what beliefs would Mm -hmm. you need to have to be able to show up that way? Right. And yes. kind of like diving that into actually, that, what would that, that look like? Yes. Um, one of the huge, so that, yes, that reminded me of something. I said no to a position to be nominated into whatever it was. A, it's I'm huge with human trafficking and um, anti-human trafficking efforts. And I was asked to be nominated to be a co-chair of the Genesee County Human Trafficking Task Force. And I said no, because I was like, there's no way I could do that. I could not do that. And I'm like, wait, why am I saying that? Because that is like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be able to do something like that, but I can't. And so I brought that like into prayer and into therapy, whatever. And, and it's like, okay, well, why do you think that you can't do that? And that is really where, you know, I started to be able to kind of look at my actions and then bring it back down to, okay, well, what do I really believe about myself that I can't do this or can do this? Mm-hmm. And then, so I feel like this is the perfect place to pivot over into like the process of shifting these beliefs. So I love what you said about like, you open it up into prayer and then really like asking yourself, sorry, um, like asking yourself about, okay, this is something that I love doing is asking yourself, what have I done that shows that I could do this? Or like, what have I done before Mm -hmm. that proves to me that I am capable or that I am worthy or whatever that is, right? Like, because we so often get caught up in what we need to be doing better, what we need to change, where we need to grow, which is great to be on that, you know, like growth mindset track. That's powerful. However, really identifying and reflecting though on like, where have you come from? What have you grown through? What have you gone through? Like, what have you already overcome? Because we are often so much more powerful and so much stronger than we even realize. If you are loving this podcast, make sure to subscribe. And if you found this podcast helpful or useful or impacting your life, please, please leave a review. That is how we get more ears listening. Thank you so much. So I love, I love that practice. And I love what you said too about, um, 
about bringing it into prayer. And where that takes me is like, when you're able to identify, okay, so this is what's keeping me from playing big, right? Like this is what's keeping me, especially for you with that opportunity. Like you got mm-hmm. down to, you sat with it, you got down to what, what is underneath this? Why am I wanting to say no? Um, mm-hmm. And then really replacing that with the truth. And I say that with an uppercase T, right? Of a truth of like who you really are. Um, and what God says about you and what he believes about you with that uppercase T truth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you want to add in any other practices that you feel like are really powerful and helpful? Sorry, I'm going to kick my big dog out. That's all right. Thank you. I think just because I've been feeling like I, and I'm so glad that I was able to come in here with you today, but I feel like just even just as from an entrepreneur standpoint, I've been feeling led to talk about mental health and like my journey with having depression <laughs> and living with it. And, um, one thing that has been huge for me is being able to identify, like, I, I, it's kind of a buzzword, but it's a real word, but a trigger. And like that comes with self-awareness and saying like, okay, if I dwell on this or if even going back and be like, why am I in such a funky mood? And like going back to like, Oh, like this happened or whatever. And being able to just like put a nip in the bud, I guess, before you spiral. Cause that, that can be true for anxiety, for depression, for whatever it is that you have or live with, be aware of that because you know, I don't know. It just be aware of that and be able to, like I said, nip it in the bud so that it doesn't, you don't spiral. And, and, your success as a person, as a entrepreneur, whatever you're doing in your life is going to um, change because of that, because you can, you have control over your thoughts and you can, you can take that thought captive wherever started that spiral and, and it kind of like just nix it. Like <laughs> I'm not going to go down that road. Um, so that is a practice that I, I do, um, you know, daily, weekly, whatever it is, whenever I need to, as needed, pretty much <laughs> just, Okay why am I feeling like this? If I continue down this thought pattern, this is where I'm going to go. And I don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. And then from that point, being able to shift it over into a thought that's helpful, right. Or something like that. And, and a really powerful way, I just want to throw this out there, a really powerful way that we can shift our thoughts because sometimes, and I've noticed this even in my own experience, sometimes it can be really hard to shift our thoughts when we're feeling a certain way. Like if I feel really anxious or I feel really like stressed and just like, I have too much to do, but then I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, Devin, think that you have plenty of time, you know? Okay. (laughs) Plenty of time, but it's like, say that it's not happening, right? Like it's just not working. Um, Mm -hmm. move your body, like move your body, shift the energy around, turn on a song, even if you don't want to, and like dance for a full song, um, go for a walk, get outside, like change something in your environment or move your body so that the energy shifts. Um, and that's really, really helpful. That's really helpful. Um, okay. Let me hop over and read some of the comments that we have. Okay. And let us know, like drop any questions or comments that you guys have below. Okay. Um, so Holly said that she started her adult life really confident in what she had to offer the world, but after years of chronic health issues, struggling with feeling like she's trapped in her circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then Kim said, um, that some people eat to avoid their feelings. Definitely. Um, and then I don't know if I'm saying it right, Asia or Aja, I think it's Asia, uh, feeling like she's in fear mode with different aspects of her business right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm going to come back to something really powerful um, that Allison said, which is that we are in control of our thoughts, right? And like we are told to take our thoughts captive um, and constantly be renewing our mind. And like we have those instructions, right, in our manual, in our manual for life, um, because like God knew that this, he knew that we were going to have mental struggles and emotional struggles. Um, and so that's why we're taught to do those things. So let's just spend the next couple of minutes, um, talking about maybe some of our practices. We'll just dive in even a little bit more, um, to some of the things that we do on maybe a daily or a weekly basis to make sure that we are living out of this place of like empowering truth rather Mm -hmm. than these lies or, you know, false beliefs. Um, so do you have anything off the top of your head? And if you don't, then I can share a couple either way. Yeah. No, you go ahead. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Um, so I would say that the first thing, and we've already talked about this a lot is just really building our self-awareness. So like asking yourself on a daily basis, um, like what worked really well for me today and maybe what didn't work well for me. And that's related also to what Allison said about being really aware of your triggers. Right. And that could be even for people who, who aren't going to therapy, just for people who are trying to grow, right? Like anyone, anyone, it is so helpful for us to know, um, what are stressful situations, what situations can trigger us into feeling more anxious or more stressed or, right? And so um, asking yourself, you know, on a daily basis, what worked well for me today or what didn't work well for me today? I talk to my clients about that often, like checking in with yourself and noticing what is working well, what is not working well. Um, And something really powerful too that I have all of my clients do at the end of the day is really reflect on something that you did well, like what's something that you did well that day and what is something that you're grateful for? And it's super simple, but honestly, like one of the biggest pieces of renewing our minds and really shifting into these new empowering truths and these new empowering beliefs is really just constantly checking in with our mind and then just kind of like, tuning it up, right? Or refreshing or refocusing. So just scheduling little times or doing little things throughout the day to just kind of realign, like making sure that our eyes are on the goal, are on God, are on our vision. So whether that's, you know, taking three minutes in the middle of the day to sit outside and think of what you're grateful for, to read a book with your kiddo, to walk your dog, to think of something you did well, like whatever that is, it's just those little being intentional about scheduling little moments into your day to refocus on something more empowering, something true. Yeah. And that's something that I actually do. Um, I'll be honest, this past month has been insane. So I'm trying to get back onto my, my daily routine, but, um, something that was so powerful was every single night before I laid down, I wrote down, um, something that I was grateful for and five things that went well that day. And then I would time block out my morning on paper because that's just what I do. But, um, but yeah, just five things that went well that day. And it was awesome. Like when I was doing that every single night, like it really sets the tone for, first of all, good sleep. I don't know. And then waking up in the morning to see it on your planner. So 
Totally. I love that. And it's so interesting. And I would love to know. So for anyone watching, um, drop any questions that you guys have, or maybe any current challenges around this, and then we'll be sure to answer them. Okay. Um, and what I would love to know, or, oh gosh, I totally just lost my thoughts. My dogs are being cuckoo. Um, yeah, just drop below any questions or any challenges, um, that are coming up for you. He's very upset that he's outside right now. Um, Oh, okay. Let's see. Oh, what I wanted to say was that our brains, our brains are really hardwired to keep us safe. Um, yes. and our brains like are constantly growing and are constant, like our brains, um, have neuroplasticity or neuro, right. And so, um, when we do things daily or when we think things, often um, it strengthens those patterns and it strengthens those connections in our brain. So if yeah. you've been thinking thoughts, you know, for your entire life around like, well, I'm not capable of that, or I'm not going to be good enough. Um, mm -hmm. Those are really strong in our minds. And so the idea is that just, just even knowing that I feel like kind of lets you like, Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> like it's not just me, you know, yeah. it's not just that I can't figure it out. It's like, no, no your brain literally it's is just doing what it knows yeah. how to do. It's thinking what yeah. it's known how to think. Mm -hmm. And so, um, really creating these little simple daily practices that will slowly start to rewire your brain to where then mm. those become the norm those thoughts. Yeah. Right. And have you found that yeah. true for you, Allison? Oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, that was like part of like that pivoting moment, um, was like, okay, well, why, why am I saying no to this? Because I, I see myself, I'm like, oh yeah, like I would do something like that, but I'm saying no. Why am I saying no? And like, um, you know, bringing that and doing the whole process of, okay, well, why? And, um, it kind of reminds me of what Asha or Asia said. I can't see the, the, people who are joining, but, um, about fear, it's like, mm -hmm. yes, take that thought captive, but also why are you feel fearful? Like why, why, what is the underlying reason that you are in fear right now? And, um, trying to kind of going back to that initial, whatever it is, why ever you're living in fear because your brain is protecting you for some reason, like you said, like our brains are wired to protect us. So going back to that and uncovering it, and then replacing that lie with the truth and then using those daily practices to reinforce that truth of I am fearless and I am, you know, um, whatever that truth is, but yeah, I love that. And that, that's the way that we ship them is exactly what you just said. Like identifying what that false belief is, identifying the truth that you want to replace it with. And then just daily, daily reminding yourself of that new truth, daily reminding yourself, whether that is writing it out, having it, you know, maybe on your mirror in expo or having it on a post-it or mm -hmm. excuse me, you know, anything like that. It's doing those things daily and yeah. reinforcing that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Beautiful. Okay. So we are going to, we'll hang out for maybe a couple more minutes and let anyone who has any questions, um, any questions, comments, and we will make sure to answer them. I feel like there's just so much that we could go into, um, I but I, <laughs> I want to be respectful of everyone's time. So, um, Allison, is there anything else that's really standing out to you that you feel like you absolutely want to share? Or do you feel like we hit on so much of it? Yeah, I feel like we hit on so much of it in such a short period of time, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just... 
I don't know. I just remember like back in January, February, um, cause so like I told you, like it took a while, like it's not an overnight thing. Like I started going to therapy in June and, and I started seeing like massive results and changes in my personal life, like a few months later. Um, but the, the drastic change, like in my business was when, cause, cause being living like with something mental, like a depression or anxiety or something, it can make you feel kind of far away from God. Um, and so being able to reconnect with God in those moments as he's like replacing those lies with truth, um, it really, and then, and then also like becoming the person that I want to be, who is organized, who wakes up early, who, who, you know has those daily practices of like waking up and doing my work and yada, yada, yada. I was able to prioritize my time with God and that like, as soon as I started doing that, like my business boomed and, and it was nothing that I didn't, I, I changed some things in my business as far as like networking and stuff like that. Um, but it's because of that time with God and he's giving me these ideas for my business and I'm allowing, like, there's no more blocks. Like I'm allowing his blessings to come into my life and I'm allowing him to order my steps and oops, just turned my on. Um, and that is huge. So like one thing, like it takes a while, it's not an overnight, like these are like daily things that you need to do. And, um, and I don't know, just allowing yourself to accept those blessings from God through that time with him, I guess. Um, I love that. That's what I would, super powerful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what would, okay. So let's end on this note of like, say that someone is just beginning this journey, right. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of starting to notice that maybe there are some false beliefs that they have. Um, so if you have any tips for them and I'll share mine, um, so anyone who's just like just starting this out or is just trying to start shifting, I would really just remind you to be really gracious with yourself and really compassionate. So like the patterns that you have and the ways that you show up in the world, the ways that you set boundaries, the ways that you talk to yourself, like all of these things are, you know, you've been doing for so long. So I'm already amazed and proud of you for being here and for listening and for watching because that shows that, you know what I mean? (laughs) That shows that, that, um, that you want that, that shows that you're already, you're already on the path, right? So just be compassionate and gracious with yourself as you are starting to do these practices as you are starting to create these shifts. Um, and I would also just say just to keep it simple. So just identify one area of your life, one habit, one practice that you really, really want to start doing. Um, And if there's one that's coming up for you that you don't want to be doing, what's the opposite of that? Because I'm all about, I don't like focusing on taking things out of your life. I like to really focus on like, let's, let's add in what's fruitful and what's going to fill you and the rest is going to fall off. So like, what's something that you want to add into your life? Um, and then focus on that and like what, write out every day, pull out your journal for five minutes and write out like, what do I need to believe about myself to be able to do this? And what would this create for me? Why is this important for me? Um, and if you have any questions, like you can absolutely, this is literally my jam. So like DM me, drop a comment. Um, but those would be my tips for anyone who's just kind of starting out. Allison, do you have anything you want to add? Um, I want to say like, that if you, so going into these things and going into these false beliefs, they can bring up a lot of stuff. And even if you Mm -hmm. like, you don't have drama in your life, like it can still get 
kind of hard to go back to. Um, and that's okay. And that's expected, um, especially when we're dealing with false beliefs, because it's, it's so personal and it's like integral to who you are. And it can be really hard. And going to therapy is not a sign of weakness. Even if you don't need it, that's fine. But if you find that you do, it's not a sign of weakness. And, um, and that can really help. Like if going back to those false beliefs and where they started, um, if that starts to get hard, because it will, for a lot of people, it will be hard at first as you're bringing that up and destroying them and replacing them with truth, um, destroying them or releasing them. I guess that's a better way to say it, but, um, yeah, it can get hard. It did for me. Um, and that's kind of what where therapy can help and having someone with you who's trained, like, and you have a background in mental health, which is just amazing. Um, but yeah, it can get hard and that is normal and it's okay to go get professional help to kind of work through those things. Um, but it won't always, yeah. And it won't always be super hard. Not everybody has like those, um, you know, it can be difficult, but yeah, like you said, not everybody needs to go to therapy, but it's okay if you do. So, yeah. And it's interesting too. I think there are different seasons of life. So like there's stuff that I've like, I'm all openly say that I've gone through therapy as well. I have a mental health background. Um, so I obviously am a proponent of therapy. I think it's super powerful when people need that type of support. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, there are seasons of life when I was in therapy and there have been seasons of life where I've, you know, had a coach and where I've had a business coach and just like different types of support for different seasons that you're in. Sorry, that kind of looked like a T-Rex. I realized (laughs) after I did it. Um, so yeah, what, and I a hundred percent second that, like if you're feeling like you need support 100%, especially with everything going on in life right now, like it is just, it is a nutso season where like we are in uncharted territory. So if you feel like you need that support, whether that's a licensed mental health professional, whether that is, you know, a coach of some kind to just kind of guide you a little bit. Um, but if you're needing support with that deeper work and you want to dive deep into like things that have happened and all of that, absolutely find a mental health professional who can support you with that. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, like I said, if you're feeling more of like, I just need help creating maybe new routines or new habits or new practices, um, you know, maybe.